Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Mailbag, oh, episode where we... Uh, Everybody's favorite. Everyone loves a mailbag. It's the mailbag truck. It's the mailbag truck. Hawk, the children beep, run out into the road. Beep. It's the mailbag. <laughs> Wait, which is the one that everybody really likes? Is it the mailbag or is it the bonus one? Where we like no people. Lo- people love this one. Yeah, people love so, the mailbag, so. but they hate the bonus one. Reading, reading the mailbag. Uh, I, I was going over it this morning. I, I had some queued up for an old mailbag. I don't think we ever did, but I found some newer ones. I would say around a third of the emails I've had in the last couple of weeks have been complaints about the um, rating things episodes that we did. Not right. complaints, comments. <laughs> no, on. no, literal complaints. Uh, right, like what, like ranging from what? I, I'm, I'm, you've piqued my interest. I want to know. Well, for, for example, this is just an example. This is from right. Tom. Hello, Tom here. Just finished listening to the Triforce bonus episode released this week. As such, my big up of the year goes to whoever came up with the idea, and then he leaves a big gap, of putting that behind a paywall initially to save everyone else from it. God bless Pirin and Sips for staying wow. awake the whole time. It's got to be difficult coming up with a theme that makes three lads with such an abundance of charm and wit sound like they're trying to draw blood from a stone block. <laughs> oh my god. Tom went hard, and he is not alone. Holy shit, he went in there. He did. He went Man. in there. Um, I, I take it this is relating back to the favorite Minecraft block episode, right? It's got to okay. be. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I mean, let's that... not do another favorite Minecraft block episode, or, <laughs> or right, okay, uh, just yeah. uh, just an idea. We could, well, maybe we could do one annually. You know, like uh, yeah. it'll be like Festivus for the rest of us. You know, yeah. sure. do an annual favorite block in Minecraft. It might change every year. You know, you might you might have a new favorite. People complained that the crafting table wasn't in there. That was quite a big one. I think there was even a thread about it on the subreddit. Right. Um. And I, I didn't think that was a block because you had to make it, right? Like no. you have to make it. I thought we were talking raw blocks. It, is, either it way, is a block. It's it definitely is, a block. Everything in Minecraft is a block. I don't but know. But you can't noticed. find it, right? Yeah, like, yeah but you can, you can place it in the world and step on it. I think that's the qualifier, right? Okay. I'm just saying, yeah. I thought the whole it's deal was that it was, it was the raw elements of Minecraft. But I, look, 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 let's not open that can of worms you, again. You guys were not into that anyway. That no, was a well, bad choice by me. Was, I thought you would be more interested. Uh, do you know what? It was it was fine. I, it, honestly, it was. They fine. got better. People really liked the um the, them as they that we had to we have to find our feet sometimes. On I a, actually really liked uh, the the concept, but because Flax was so not into it, I just sort of like hold uh, on. Hold I just on. surfed on his wave. You know, <laughs> like, why not? Whoa! I'm not no, going to no, be no, like, thrown under again, the bus here. We have to so. find our feet. We, we the, the, the the more the uh, the other two were much more. Much better once we knew what, what? we were doing. Your favorite, um, your favorite war, and uh, the other one was uh, your favorite uh, torture method. Oh yeah, uh, villains. villains. That's right. Yeah. yeah, we didn't go yeah. that dark. No, we went, we didn't. they got they got it got a lot better. So um, anyway, the, I mean these this this complaint is out of date already. Basically, <laughs> solved, we've solved it. <laughs> we've solved it. Right. Yeah, that one's next, solved. Good job, next everybody. Letter. What you got? I mean, this is this is the podcast where we go over things we've already talked about, which is the essence of the podcast. Yeah, that is and... really the root of the podcast. Mm, it's just mm. rehashing old beefs and uh, bringing back up old old drama. Uh, it's like it's like pulling a plow manually through a field of uh, old beef and drama, right? Well, yeah. you know what? That's interesting because we have an email here from Dan right. um, that, in fact, talks about things we've spoken about before. Now, uh-huh. cast your mind. Have we back. ever talked about Hooters before? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. I, okay, I can't good, tell yeah. if you're joking no, or no, not. Um, <laughs> multiple times, in fact. Yes. Uh, okay, so here's Dan. Uh, Dear Perian Flax, in a semi-recent mailbag episode, one email you read stated that there were multiple podcast references that were not podcast references at all. 
Namely, that your backdoor spy neighbor and the bath plug story had never been introduced on the podcast and that you must have introduced it while streaming. This person claimed authority by stating they had listened through all the podcasts, leaving you, Lewis and Sips, to discuss how confusing it all was and that you had sadly been mistaken. I am writing to tell you that this person could not have been more wrong. Wow. And that you have okay. been gaslighted into believing no, you've no, been no. undertelling stories. This is stories. like tennis now. We cannot have this we we cannot have the same we cannot have every podcast back going back and forth saying these sorry, like like the mailback is sort of takes his backs his episode, right? No, he's saying well, that we be. that we were misled by a different letter. He's not no, this but isn't takes his backs. We'll be reading out another thing saying he was mis we can't have but these he's misled. Right. For example, things. episode forty is literally called Backdoor Spy Neighbor. And you most certainly do introduce the topic for the first time. Sips introduced the bath plug story in episodes 99, 99.5, and 100. The person was wrong <laughs> okay. in their assertion. All right. <laughs> it's still an well, issue. It's an ongoing issue, the plug, still, if you can believe that. Is it? Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Update? Bath plug update? Question it's mark? Still, uh, it's still ropey. I mean, it works most of the time, but every once in a while it doesn't work, and you got to... You gotta get a, a, a kitchen knife in there into the fucking murky water and and hope for the best. And usually <laughs> it, it turns out okay, but man, it sucks. I just need a new bath, I think. Oh man, yeah, maybe, replace so maybe the whole... you just need to unblock the pipes, yeah, right. pour something flush down out the there. pipes. Yeah, talking about flushing out the pipes, I have an email here from from Zara. Right. Um, there's, there's nothing to do with pipe flushing. I just professional I would, pipe flusher. Thank I, God. I would chuck a chuck a segue in there that doesn't work and hope people didn't notice. Here's nah, from Zara. Did. We spoke about Jehovah's Witnesses relatively recently. Yes. All right. So how they've gone missing. Right. So here you go. Hey guys, it's got to be COVID, right? It's COVID got, related. It, would you like me to read the email? No, I like yes. to guess actually, and then uh, <laughs> and then not listen to anything, and then assume I'm right based on my well, guess. Well, we don't know exactly. if what they're sending us is evidence anyway. Next week, someone will write back saying the opposite, and then yeah. we'll be back and forth. This is over not the, the only email about Jehovah's Witnesses this week. Oh my god! Okay, okay. go hit me. Hey guys. This got way longer than I meant for it to, so here's a brief TLDR. Um, so I'm going to skip the TLDR because it is actually quite interesting. But uh, I'll, actually, I'll give it to you just to set it up. Jehovah's Witnesses are doing door-to-door -door preaching again. They are forced to do it. Woo. And not doing it can end up with you being punished by your congregation elders and shunned by the congregation. So, right. shunned. 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 Jehovah's shunned Witnesses him. have come up in passing a couple of times in the podcast recently, more specifically door-to-door -door preaching. As an ex-Jehovah's Witness myself, I thought I'd email in with insight, which may find interesting. Um, and so, uh, depending on your level of interest in cults, that's their choice of terminology. Cults. In short, they have started preaching again. They picked up last autumn after a two and a half year long hiatus, thanks to COVID. During lockdown, they yes. mostly relied on sending letters and magazines. If they have not knocked on your door yet, then unless you're on a do not call list, it will most likely be because they haven't reached your part of town yet. JW congregations cover a particular area which is divided up into territories. They have maps of these territories, and their territory maps include every single street and building. As far as I'm aware, they work their way through them in order, so they probably just haven't reached your territory yet, or they missed you out by mistake, in which case, praise be. Perian said something about how he thought the absence of JWs was due to lack of interest in preaching. While it may be the case that people in younger generations aren't enthusiastic about as their elders, um, Lewis was right that they are essentially forced into it, so whether or not people enjoy it has little to do with it. I hated it when I was in, but still had to go to keep up appearances and prevent people asking questions. If you don't go out at least semi-regularly semi on the ministry, JWs, JWs will brand you as spiritually weak and a bad influence, which at best will cause them to treat you differently and at worst can have you shunned by the entire congregation, so basically you have no real choice. Okay, but can you, can you live a life just as like the... Because it doesn't sound so bad being shunned, right? Like, it saves a lot of work, and then you're just shunned? Like, there's nothing worse than that? You turn up, and people are, don't say, hey, Norm, like, when you turn up to the to mass or whatever? Like, they, they just, like, mumble? Or, I can live with that, if it means I don't yeah, have to go door Yeah, but you don't want to be a Jehovah's Witness. True. So you're kind of looking at it from your perspective. That's true, who doesn't yeah. want to be a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. They're in there. They're in the right. JW I mean, club. I've worked in offices before where people are quite happy being known as the guy who doesn't do any work and just sits around and doesn't do any work and is never yeah. expected well, no, to no, do no, any no, work. But they get paid right. for that. Right? Okay. They get shunned as well. Here's the, si here's the situation. I'm sure some Jehovah's Witnesses go out there, first knock on the door, convert, right? Others... Thousands and no one's, no one's, everyone's slamming a door in their face. They're getting bitten by dogs. You know, like they're getting lost. 
they're you know being invited in for tea with an old lady and they're in there for hours and hours and they're trapped and then you know locked in the basement and then finally escape you know so I mean, Jehovah's Witnesses, I'm sure, go through the ringer and don't convert anyone. Others, maybe they're just naturally more charming. Maybe they're, you know, maybe they've got, you know, that little sales technique that works. You know, they maybe they're like, I don't know, a hot younger woman who can bring in more Jehovah's Witnesses. Whoa, I'm with sure the old, that's uh, what do they call right? it? Flirty fishing. Do they bring Flirty. any food along with them or anything? Like, what's is there any incentive other than you like just Girl you're looking cookies. for you're just looking <laughs> for religion? Like, uh, they do you, don't bring do anything. What, what do you mean, bring? What do you mean, bring? Uh, I don't know, like, if they turn up at your door, like, maybe they just have some cookies or or something <laughs> yeah. with them that you could just be like, yeah, you know what, actually, these are really good cookies. I might think about it. If you're if, just turning up old, to the door with nothing, I'm not thinking about it even. went around door-to-door selling cakes, I'd I'd give I'd buy a cake off an, off an old church lady I, for I, the steeple. So I, I think, I mean think first of all, they're not looking for money. Second of all, I don't think it matters to them essentially if they convert you or not their mission is to spread the word and okay. then it's up to you can you so can I, they I spread the word while about... they're doing some chores for you like if you, they turn up and you're like ask can them, you can you help them. me with some garden work or whatever like mowing the lawn yeah, yeah you could be like this bath plug is fucking killing me can yeah. you like sort it out do you have any you have any skills like in this, <laughs> this field? see what you're saying so yeah. what you're saying is if they if they actually provided a sort of service as well, or just a like just a useful. friendly helping hand, you know. Yeah, like, I feel like the church is sort of like uh, the 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 whole image like that dust. they're looking for like is dust. like the friendly helping hand. So like, well, if these guys are turning up door the, to door, a friendly helping hand, please. Or do you, do you not think that something to eat? The Boy Scouts and the Girl Guides have usurped that. Because there, there was like, what do they call it? Bob a job was a Listen, thing I can't do. remember the last time. I don't think this ever happened in the house that we live in now where uh, we've had door-to-door uh, Girl Scout or Boy Scout cookie no. sales. We've never had a bottle drive. They never sell apples in the fall door-to-door. I, none of this stuff. I remember doing all of this stuff when I was a kid. I remember doing the apple drive. I remember doing the bottle drive. I remember doing... I remember helping people cross the road to get my badge for helping people cross. There's a whole badge for yeah, just yeah. helping people across the road. I saw the a map actually that that showed like how three generations of um, kids had grown up in the same house, and they they showed like the areas that they um, wandered to, right, or or played in, right, or right. were allowed to play in. And the grandparents were like three miles out playing in a, in a river. You know, the parents were like a mile out, you know, in town going to see yeah. or doing on their own. And the kids were like the end of their road. Yeah, you know I mean, that not was even like where they were inside <laughs> playing yeah. Minecraft. That, that, yeah, that was like because it's it's a different it's it's really like the world has I shrunk we are, a bit we're in so that fear, sense. We're so scared yeah. of the world. Outside My kids don't play out. They play out in the backyard, we but no, no further. And it's probably it's probably rightly so. I mean, probably probably a lot less kids are being abducted. I, I don't know who's out there. Yeah, that's the thing. God, Jesus. But um, man, I'm joining in in the fear. I don't know. I feel like is it actually scarier out there than it was? But I think certainly you 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 would be. I mean, if these days, if you were a parent and you let your kid play three miles away in a river, like you don't a, think a, about it much until you actually have kids, and then you think about it all the time, and you you you, be, you, you think uh, about the future as well. Because I'm like, yeah, my kids are small now. I'm happy for them to play in the backyard as long as I can see them or whatever. I don't really want them wandering off. But as they get older and they do start going to like the cinema and town, and they start to go out drinking. And they have to find their way home at two in the morning after they've been drinking and stuff. You have to worry about all of this stuff all the time, forever. You do have to worry because but there are some are, real are fucking assholes them? out there. Are you going to stop? You can't from stop going them, out. no. But right. you can. You can still worry about them all the of damn course, time. Of course, of well, course. Sure and it's not just you, worry. right? It's other fucking people out there, like backdoor parenting you, saying, "Oh, you shouldn't do that." Well, sure, that's what fine. I can that? ignore them quite yeah, happily, but at the same time, there's just some real <laughs> cunts out there that you have to. There are. Your kids have got to stay away from them, even when well, they become adults. Your kids are, are just the cunts, some... though, and you don't realize. I don't know if you know, it's more dangerous the these days. Well, I, I hope that's not the case, but uh, still, you know. I don't know if it is more dangerous these days. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. If you're out there listening to this mailbag and you work in some kind of uh, 
child protection thing or you work in the police and you deal with this kind of stuff let us know let us know is it more dangerous i look or back not? to we my childhood know. though and we wandered off miles man we were playing Dog, in me creeks too. we were like on we the other side of the, the, the town on our bikes we didn't even have helmets on our bikes. We used to ride our bikes down the middle of the road with no hands and no helmet yeah, and stuff. We were idiots. I don't know how I'm alive right now because my <laughs> parents would just be like, in the morning, they would unlock the front door and I would be out. And then I would come back when the streetlights came on. <laughs> like, it was insane. I, I don't yeah, know how. I was at, like, random other people's houses. I did, like, me too. Multiple, Holy like, crap. Like, we're just streets away. You, Sleeping you at you, people's houses all the time. Did any, like, of, us, did any of us grow up? in uh, a really rough area no i, I no. grew up in a middle class suburb so right me too so yeah. i think i mean other than when i lived in new york where i i was i was too young to go out by myself it was bournemouth i mean it's like we, I, all three of us grew up in a very safe area sure. and i think most of the country most of pretty much most countries are gonna be like that i mean yeah. if i was living in central london no my kids aren't allowed out on their own at, at 11, and I doubt most parents do let their little kids out. When you go into central London, you don't see little kids on their own. No, of course you? not, no. So I think it's it's easy to say, we Maybe back in the day younger, of but we like, all grew up in very safe places. Uh, like in the like. Oliver Twist days, you did, probably, though. Yeah, of course. Fair. Yeah, well, you saw them popping out of fucking chimneys, or for Christ's sake. Yeah, that's it, yeah. We were back when it was dark, but and we, we were often playing inside anyway at someone's, someone's house, you know. It wasn't like we were, you know, the, the Lost Boys or fucking... Um, I don't know, Stranger Things going into the into the ups, upside down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. We it went was, in the upside down in Ireland. We, were, we, we were still no playing D and D. Don't know what's happening you know. upside down these days. It's gone uh, well, topsy turvy, isn't it? <laughs> this is from Ashley. This is another JW, which is Jehovah's Witness JW. Just to, right. just a further. Uh, you were correct in assuming the COVID pandemic brought an end to this uh, XJW. Blah blah blah. This is the interesting bit. Another interesting impact of COVID was that it changed their view of the internet. When I was growing up, the internet was an evil thing full of lies against the word of the true God, Jehovah. That's their words. Right. The pandemic caused a huge shift, with all the church meetings being held on Zoom or Skype, all the magazines were digital, and people generally being encouraged to connect with the rest of the congregation through the internet. Right. As the pandemic restrictions were ended, things have started going back to normal. However, they now live stream services to people who can't attend because of ill health and everything. So they went from, the internet is wicked, to, shit, we've got no choice. The internet is wonderful. Uh, just because of COVID. So I thought that was quite interesting uh, change. Well, so good for them. I'm Thank glad you, that they've accepted the internet, finally. That's that's great. I've got a Kraken email here. Uh, what, about the deep sea monster? No, this is not about a deep sea monster. He's when got we, an email when, when from we... the Kraken. Burian. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> what I'm dad, you from one. the deep. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sleeping great one. Destroyer of worlds and dreams. God of I the email sea. you to talk about the recent Minecraft block episode. <laughs> from my lair in the Mariana Trench. Look out. Do not sail your boat today. You do not want to be out there. I got together with Poseidon. We listened to it as usual. We were horrified that the, the crafting table was not included. <laughs> Sorry, Kraken and Poseidon will uh, we'll go work carry on. on then. Fuck it. Right. <laughs> this is uh, this this guy. The email says, "Good day, gents. Please don't name me due to security." Okay. Uh, you seem to like cool jobs. I am a crew commander for a satellite-based missile warning system. Holy shit, that is a cool fucking job, yeah, man. We're the first to know. But that job impending... is so cool that you can't even really tell anyone that you well, do it, though. That's, that's the, the coolest kind of job. You, well, you can, can feel very cool. Yeah. I don't know, but you still I know you feel cool, but it is still kind of cool to just sort of uh, icebreaker at a dinner party. What do you do? Oh, well, uh, actually, I'm a uh, satellite-guided uh, missile defense system operator. Uh, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, Well, no, but... But I can't no, talk but maybe about you it. just say I can't tell you for security reasons. You know, that's still a cool thing to say. I think you just yeah, say but then I work people in IT. Might, people might assume that you're some sort of like uh, ex-con or like uh, you know maybe yeah. uh, maybe like a uh, pedophile or something as well, right? Exactly. Well, right. if you're a, no, if you're a nonce, you got to tell them, haven't you? That's the thing. You don't that's have to, though. I don't required. think, right? And uh, and I I'm pretty sure. Uh, I could be wrong about this, but in some places, even the registry is like you. You could you could eventually like come off of the register, which is insane to me. But uh, well, but there you sure, go. God, yeah. Well, it, it reminds me of that Mister Show sketch where uh, this guy Larry Cleast uh, is a rapist, and he has court ordered he has the guy walk around with him all the time. 
rapist, rapist coming through. <laughs> and he, he works in telly sales for an insurance company. And he starts to go, hi, I'm Larry Cleast. I'm a rapist. Just wondering if you're interested in uh, any insurance. Yeah, it's a great sketch. Look oh, it up. that anyway. is good. Yeah, holy uh, shit. So Jake says, um, we watch, so he says, he we're the first to know of an impending nuclear apocalypse. We also watch a lot of Netflix and draw dicks on the mission console. Um, so there you go. That's uh, that's it. Anyway, oh, I want to thank Sips for his inspiring stories of having three kids. I have two kids, and I'm very excited to welcome my vasectomy to the family tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. Don't do it. I mean, it's kind of fun, but like, holy crap, it's a lot of work too. Three. Yeah. They say three is company, and uh, and you know, I think that was more the case when it was uh, John Ritter and those two um, girls he was living with, or whatever. But like, if you imagine John Ritter as a uh, a three year old child and the two girls he's living with as like a five year old child and then a seven year old child, and then you have to look after them all day. It is too much company, I think. No, there is such a thing. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, you never Who's seen John Ritter. You never seen Three's Company? No, dude. All right, sorry. I think really? that, that no, that's I think that's a, a, an American uh, thing. So American be, audience, yeah. well done. I'm sure sorry. they got that. Sorry I, about I that. I don't know who that was. No, no, we we have an international. Audience. Yeah, if you look up John Ritter, you'll know who he is. He was the dad. I, I, in, do, uh, I do recognize him. This I do is a safe him. space for old references. He was yeah, the dad also, in uh, uh, Ten Things uh, You Can't Do to My Daughter, whatever that one was called. Jesus. Ten Golden Rules about being with my. Eight simple rules. Eight simple rules. Yeah. That's the one. Okay. Yeah. He was that the one you made that. it really dirty. In, <laughs> all, Sorry, all well, they have rules for dating my daughter or whatever. Like, okay. yeah, yeah. So Something like that. <laughs> that Sorry. did sound way worse. Well, I've never even watched the show, okay? I just thought maybe you would know who he was from that. I see. No, I'm sorry I didn't. Okay. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No. All right. This is, this is a good one. This is from D. Uh, Tyrion, thought you might find this a cool story to share. Feel free to share it on the podcast. I used to work in the intelligence community in an office with no windows in a faraway suburb. Wow. When I had to travel for work, I used to scan the hotel room for bugs, just a force of habit. I put on Dota so the eavesdroppers had something to listen to while I searched. This time, I put on the Dota um, TDD playlist. I don't know what the TDD is. Team Double Dragon. So right, right, right. Hell. Okay, sorry, the scrub It's our it's, it's yeah. My bad. My bad. Long, long, long story short. I, well done. Well done. I found a bug. He found a bug when in a country on the eastern side of the world. My office called a few minutes after I found it and told me what they heard from their own devices from who planted the bug. They wanted to know who's Dav. Is he a new contact? Who is this guy screaming at Dav? Is Dav in trouble? I had to explain it was the video I had on in the background. Suffice it to say, it endeared me to the tech team who plays some Dota. The response team's not so much as they were gearing up to save this guy called Dav. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, what? Oh, that's sorry. hilarious. Sorry, this is unbelievable. I know. I know. There's a spy. They, they, being they bugged were in a hotel room, rushing to save Dav. Yeah, who is who is fine. So. Dav was having some <laughs> oh, trouble. He was struggling in mid. He was about to get ganked, so they had to. <laughs> Me just shouting, Dav, <laughs> get <laughs> down! You're like, he's got the we got a response to you now. This guy Dav's in trouble. <laughs> oh, wow, oh, I'm not sure I believe that one. That just sounds too it much. It sounds out. too good, it's right? Too much of flaring. It's hilarious, though. It is hilarious. This one, this one is just entitled Triforce. Michael Bublé's Macbeth. Uh, the text reads, Buble, Buble, Toil and Trouble. That's all it says. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. <laughs> well done, Harry. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. All right. Well done, Harry. A good one. Do you, oh. All right. Do you want to hear this one? This is, uh, sure. this is from Joseph, angry Wisconsin Triforce listener. Right. Good afternoon. Uh, let me first say that I was very impressed by yours and Lewis's trivia knowledge of the Yogg's Channel stream this year. Well, thank you. I am 28 years old and have lived in many places for work and school, including Toronto, Bristol, Dublin, and now Wisconsin for six years. Wow. I personally think Wisconsin has been the most fun of them all. Wow. My okay. city of Madison, the capital of Wisconsin, consistently ranks towards the top best places to live in the US. There is always something to do here. I understand that it doesn't have the beautiful seascapes views from a dad garage window that Jersey offers, but it's very enjoyable in its own right. What makes a place boring to live in for you guys? Uh, but mostly sips as he was talking the most shit. And then <laughs> I mean, also I think everywhere is kind of boring to there live. Is the, well, before you answer, this might change your, your mind about, about responding what kind of tone you want to bring to the response. Right. This is a screenshot from their partner who was equally angered by Sips's comments. Right. It's a picture of a series of filing cabinets 
Kindly tell Sips I'm going to shove my Wisconsin filing cabinet up his ass. Jesus. Holy crap. What's with why? Why are you guys so uh, defensive about Wisconsin? I like I, 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 I'm just going by what I've heard other people say about Wisconsin. Um, but I guess you guys really like Wisconsin. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean I did not mean to offend. I don't think anywhere is that great to live. It depends what you do, right? Like uh, in those places. Like I have access to beaches. I never go. Um, I have (laughs) access to like tons of like fresh seafood restaurants. I never go. Like uh, it's 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 what's what you make of the place, right? And like the the people that are in it and stuff. Like I don't think anywhere by default is like that fun to live in. It's it's, it's how you make it. were you Fun. shitting on Wisconsin or was I? Is it is this like a Canadian thing that you because it was over the border from you from? No, no, no. Oswald. It wasn't anything like specific. I Who think. was shitting on Wisconsin? I, most, I mean, it? well, this email is directed at SIP, so yeah, I'm, it must I'm have been me. I, I probably was shitting on Wisconsin, but I mean, I mean, I've never even been, so I don't know. I mean, maybe uh, it's awesome. I, I thought it was. I just thought it was like. I think I thought it was in a different place. I thought I thought it was like more on the north on the well, I guess it is on the Canadian border, but I guess it's like not got a land border, has it? It's like one of these lake states. I thought it just got very cold and was very homely. I think I thought it's very Fargo, but I guess it maybe Yeah, I isn't. think it is those all those things, but <clears throat> okay. I don't know. I guess it's like awesome at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. So you're so you're not uh, you're not doubling down on your your loathing of Wisconsin. No, I mean you're, I know I'm not that invested, honestly. Like, it was just I'm a throwaway probably, comment, yeah. right? It's probably an interesting, nice place, like everywhere with with millions of people living there. So you know, yeah, sure. I guess it's got a variety. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's it's known at, for dairy. It's the dairy it is, state. Yeah. Got a lot of it's, cheese uh, there. It's where the uh, that seventies show takes place in uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. America's and, heartland. Uh, and, and it's also where it's also the uh, the state that Making a Murderer takes place in as well. Oh, yeah. as, Which as, is, as uh, in fact we mentioned when we talked about yes, Wisconsin did, the yeah. first time. Yeah, right, yeah. Right, so right, there right, are right. some there there is some Fargo ness to the place. I'd like sure, to go. I think we should Making go. Making a mur- murderer was. Kind of like you, like like a like a, a Fargo thing as well, wasn't it? Yeah, like the, I guess where so. they spoke and everything it was very similar. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, I'm gonna kill you. Oh <laughs> yeah, it was a, a little don't bit like that. Don't you try it, buddy? Huh? Oh, oh, listen, yeah. I'm sorry for shitting on Wisconsin. I didn't think anybody would take I, it so I bad. I think it's one of these places <laughs> Especially that... so bad to threaten to shove a filing cabinet up somebody's a big ass one. You didn't see the in, picture in retaliation oh, big one, buddy. as well. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll mind my my manners. I'll mind my mouth next time. Okay, I well, won't shit on places that I've never been to and have no intention of ever going to. Either. Fair, fair, fair. I think fair, it, fair. it feels to me like it's one of those states that people would forget about when they were not trying to name all fifty of the states. You <laughs> know what I mean? I could be wrong. Wisconsin. But, do, you, do you know what I'm saying? Like you know, along with like Nebraska, and. Connecticut, you know, and stuff like that. People like I feel like people exist. forget about Connecticut quite often, right? <clears throat> maybe Ohio as well. Although maybe, um, uh, well, yeah, maybe it is Ohio that people forget about. I don't. People maybe don't forget about Idaho as much because of uh, the potatoes. But what's Ohio known for? And what's I'll guess Wisconsin's known for cheese. So maybe people will remember Wisconsin for the cheese. Just for the cheese. You gotta have something. What about Pennsylvania? What are they known for? Yeah. Pencils? <laughs> they just make pencils. <laughs> just love pencils. That's an under, underrated joke of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Sorry. Uh, anyway. All right, my. here's one. Oh, <clears throat> this is from Jack. Uh, this, is, this may count as a warning to other listeners, so be ready. Was just catching up with a mailbag from a couple of weeks ago. Heard about the guy in a car accident while listening to Triforce. Me and my girlfriend were also in the middle of a three-car pileup. Not our fault. The driver responsible uh, plowed into the back of him because he was texting. Uh, Jesus. And they were listening to Triforce at the time as well. Got me wondering, how many road accidents have occurred while Triforce is being played within the car? Think the podcast is potentially bad luck for drivers. It could be, yeah. But I mean, the thing is... There's so many uh, car accidents. There's got, there's usually something on, right? The, the radio or nowadays more so probably streaming some type of like podcast or, or, or whatever. Yeah, that, like, but is that more or less distracting the music? You know, I certainly, conversation. certainly could imagine our, our chat getting people riled up and angry, you know, yeah. like what the uh, Wisconsin by guy. some of these mailbags. 
the the, the the Wisconsin Fucking guy. Wisconsin just having like a rage terrible. blackout on the road. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, people. It can imagine like the rage building up. No, I don't know whether any of it. It must happen. It's just it's just a matter of numbers, right? Yeah. Like car accidents. I wonder how. I always wonder how. Sometimes you see these like places, you know, filled like graveyards filled with cars that have been involved in you know write-offs, basically, and there's just. As far as the eye can see. Oh, you know. that's it. Well, there's so many cars on the road. So I, I think just like uh, on average, that's just where the most accidents take place, right? Like it's, you know, they say like uh, like flying is the safest way to travel because there's there's like, you know, uh, like, uh, you know, thousands of flights a day. But like how many people hop into a car and drive every day? Like fucking billions, right? So it's, it's, mm. it is, there is just going to be a lot of accidents, right? There's just mm. more people doing it. That's true. Yeah. Please be careful. Drive, drive, yeah, yes, please drive, drive, drive carefully. carefully and uh, listen to the podcast carefully as well. Yeah. Uh, while uh, you're driving. I realize, you know, we chuck out some pretty funny jokes and jokes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to cause any problems. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Jay. Uh, now, this guy recently quit his job, wants to remain anonymous. Sure. But he, so I am going to remove the name of the shop that he's talking about because right. I think it could potentially be libelous otherwise. Right, Jay from Tesco or whatever. Well, no, don't it's not, say Tesco. No, it's not Tesco. Okay. I'm not going to say what shop it is. Right, they worked for this this shop. A around, retail. It's a retail. It's a retail outlet. Yes, they sure. sell things. I worked for this shop for around five years since I was a teenager, and these are some of the things I frequently witnessed. The staff are paid extra to work for brands, but won't tell the customers. If a guy is really pushing a Samsung or Philips TV, which are both shit, by the way, called Jay, chances are he's an employee getting an hourly boost for selling those brands. Even sure. if they're wearing a, a, a T-shirt with the brand of the store on it, they'll often say, no, I've just done training with them or I'm the in-store expert. But most of the time they just wear a plain uniform. Multiple times a day, a customer will ask for a product that has a 100 to 200 pound barcode on it. If a colleague sees this and the customer doesn't, the colleague will always use that money to their advantage and tag on free stuff to the sale to get closer to their KPIs. When you're saying to yourself, wow, three free gold cables and a wall install? My friend, you have paid in full. They also use discounts to give you a first month or trial of the care plan, which literally covers nothing and is a direct debit that often runs for years without people noticing. Funnily enough, this shop is FDA regulated, meaning this type of activity is illegal. But when a mystery shopper comes in, they ask such blatantly obvious questions as, can you print me out a quote for the care plan? And since no one asked this, it's essentially impossible to get caught mis-selling. Managers encourage this as a warranty that covers nothing the original one doesn't cover is extremely profitable and good for their bonuses. The delivery and installation guys have a target to be in and out of your house in 20 minutes. If you have something delivered and they convince you the bracket won't fit or there's an issue with installation, it's either because they can't be asked or they're behind target and have to rush anyway. And lastly, sadly, the staff no longer have any knowledge. Instead of being an expert on one section, the hiring scheme changed in favor of simple and compliant people. For staff to work all over the store, they have shitty little iPads they can read off. There are knowledgeable brand reps that work in the stores, but sadly, they're being pushed out in favor of sponsored staff because it makes more money for them. If you do actually need help, do not go and talk to someone who doesn't want to speak to you and knows nothing about the issues you're having. Wow. Uh, I know this isn't relevant to any episode specifically, but I thought it was interesting wow. to get it off my chest. No, this is just, it is interesting. Is just, to me, this sounds like a conspiracy, but also just feeds into my paranoia about everyone, about corporate greed and everyone trying to take advantage of you and like, oh, but you can see how it's the case, right? Like, so these days, everything, you buy a TV, people will who's buying a tv in a store like like i don't know like, well, like i'm ordering that shit online usually and yeah and like like or, or if i buy it in a store i'll be looking it up online to see how much it is online and yeah see if the prices like match you know well i think um, a lot of people still do go in older people i'd suggest um people my age and older will go into a shop because they kind of want to see it you know what i mean also, yeah, if, if, if you, you want go to, something right now, yeah, that's true. If you go to Costco, they've got tellies fucking everywhere. There's like hundreds of tellies. They're enormous. Um, and if you if you're a lucky person who can write off VAT, I guess you could probably claim the VAT back on it. But um, yeah, there's loads of places that sell uh, sell TVs, and apparently people are buying them. Um, oh. We we talked about Coca Cola and Pepsi a while back. Yeah, um, right. This is from uh, Amy. Uh, currently listening to the Mailbag episode nine. Wanted to comment on the Pepsi catalog of products. I work for a Coca-Cola bottler in Florida and thought you might find a few rules that they want us to follow interesting and funny. 
They're very intense about not supporting Pepsi or their line of products. For example, you're supposed, <laughs> you're supposed to avoid restaurants that serve Pepsi. Wow. If you happen to find yourself at a restaurant that serves Pepsi, they'd rather you order a water or iced tea. Never walk into the office holding a Starbucks drink or a Gatorade sports drink. But it goes beyond drinks, it's also snacks foods. Frito-Lay yeah, yeah. is owned by Pepsi. So That's don't right. even think yeah. about having a bag of Doritos on your desk. I recently made this mistake with Sabra hummus for lunch. So even after three years, I'm still learning. Oh, and the Super Bowl is owned by Pepsi, so we refer to it as the big game. There's more madness, <laughs> but I think you get the gist. I will yeah. say it's a pretty interesting and fun place to work, even with the eccentricities. Also glad to hear you guys are Coke fans over Pepsi fans. <laughs> yeah, I don't like know. It's like uh, God, it, yeah. It's like it's like just from being a kid. I think it's just I we just had Coke in our house more than we had Pepsi. And I'm sure that's the same for a lot of different products, right? It's that brand association from when you're young. Mm. Like uh, some people will only use fairy liquid. Um, you know, I, I'm a that... fairy liquid main, but exactly, Mrs. F yeah. has been buying uh, this stuff. It's called like, it's, it's some kind of uh, more uh, environmentally friendly Washing is liquid. it is it called method? Is is method and ecovare is another yes. one we use. Yeah, so yeah, 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 we use those ones. I don't know if they're actually better, but no, you know, I, I don't. Yeah, know. either way, I've they tried. Have, they also uh, Amy also has a question. I have a question for you guys. All right, because fine. Florida is Florida, and the politics of the U.S. are becoming too much. I'm strongly considering a move to Canada. Okay. I wanted to find out. She she says if anyone has an opinion, but I'm assuming sips on Calgary, Alberta, or any tips on Canada living at all. I already know living above sea level and the winter will probably kill me, but no more than the heat in Florida already does. Any advice? I think, uh, I, I mean, okay, don't uh, take this with a pinch of salt. I have not lived in Canada for like over 20 years. Uh, what I, from what I hear, Alberta is, uh, is, 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 is kind of like the, like the, like the Texas of Canada, right? Like it's, it is just a bit. Redneck. Well, that and 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 just Country. some of the some of the politics and stuff as well t tend to lean heavily to to the right. But I think BC is is pretty good, which is just like one province over, and uh, and the east is I think all right. But again, I haven't lived there for so long, so I don't know. I've never I've never I have I've never like lived in Canada as a working mortgage having responsible adult. Like uh, when I left when I was twenty three. And uh, I just finished school and uh, didn't even have a job or anything. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's yeah. like, I can, I can, I can kind of say which, which parts I, I've lived in that I haven't minded or, or whatever. And I've been to and, and what I've heard, but uh, I don't have like, uh, I, I don't have like the, 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 the solution really. I think my tip is fucking just go there yeah. on holiday. Well, See if you like it. Stay yeah, there for a month, so, yeah. and if you fucking can't stand it because it is freezing cold, or you know, yeah, you, go there in winter. Go there in winter. And just just see what it's like. Yeah. Like you, you get a good feel for the place by living there. They call them. Stay, they call them Chinook. Moving winds. around there, you know, because I think that as as much as Florida is, I know uh, it's uh, fucking uh, Florida. A, 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 as much as it's Florida. You do know it. it is, I spent a lot of time in Florida, and I would get the fuck out if I would. Right, oh, okay. That's, yeah, well, we got, we got three different angles there. Yeah, get the fuck out of Boba Florida. wants to get the fuck out, yeah. This, this is a terrific email that I've just received. This is, uh, sure. this is for sips, basically. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing it's terrific because somebody is going to call me out on something, right? Oh, oh yeah. It's, okay, but, great. It's very funny. Uh, Hyperion and Lewis. He, he, no, Hyperion and Lewis. Oh, gosh. It was great to hear you talk so positively about Bristol Zoo and Wild Place at the end of Triforce episode 225. I work there. It's fantastic. A few years ago, I was manning the door selling tickets when that large Canadian bloke you work with wandered up to my window. <laughs> oh, my no, manager shit. was next to me, so I didn't mention the neg negligible size of my penis, but I did say hi and identified myself as a fan and Twitch sub. As part of the transaction, I asked if he'd like to pay 10% additional as gift aid. Not only does this money go directly to supporting various charities, oh, but it's shit. also, but it's oh, also what my monthly bonus is based on. This oh, is I didn't know that. that. This How was refused. This was refused because of tax reasons. I've now cancelled my Twitch sub, 
This is a two-way street, bozo. Oh, no, no, no. fine. Okay, first of all, <laughs> if anyone asks me to pay 10% extra for some bullshit, pay that I'm shit. not paying that. It's, right, a, it's a scam. I, and if it's if your bonus is linked into it, I would I would I would really question is that a great place to work? That sounds like shit to me, but gift whatever. Gift aid, you just have to give your address. It's tax relief when you give to a charity. It's nothing to do with paying extra for gift aid. <laughs> this tax shit there's no way that i went up to somebody in real life and said i'm not paying that for tax reasons i never i've never ever done that i'm sure i'm i never have direct direct quote it's literally I think in that, quotation I think you marks. might have said that as a joke oh maybe i, didn't I just I love know. the way he says this is a two-way street oh, fuck, that's hilarious. I that was fucking funny. hey anyway. listen well i didn't know that it was uh that hey, you were like on a commission for it if i if i'd known i might have considered it but i fuck i hate that shit i hate the, I hate the uh the 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 when they ask you for extra like at the point of sale, right? Like I remember when you came to Bristol Zoo when your son was pretty young and you spent like two or three hours there, but it was entirely on the toy in front of the zoo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that was like a rideable That's dog such a two-year-old thing to do. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah, really. we went to the zoo. I had a great time. I rode a, a, a ride Yeah, we for paid two full hours. admission and we didn't <laughs> step foot in it because we were playing with the Thomas the Tank Engine toy up front the whole time. <laughs> Those things honestly yeah. must be just um, a goldmine if you put them in the right place because kids always want to ride them. I don't know why. Yeah, uh, I feel like I've been called out a lot uh, on the on the old podcast today. First the Wisconsin guy. No, which guy. was the other one? Oh well, I mean, what can I do? You know, you you throw these opinions out there. <laughs> I'm chucking them out. I'm chucking them out left, right, and center. He hates. Charity. He hates Wisconsin. <laughs> he what hates next? the Jehovah Witnesses. He wishes they would bring cookies by. <laughs> oh, just a man. hateful guy. All right, yeah, all right, here we full, go. Full of hatred. This is a good one. This is from Ben. Hey guys, I had a funny little story I thought you might enjoy. I was catching up on the CS:GO Jingle Jam stream, which is uh, me and Spiff did that, and my two-year-old was napping on my chest. After a while, she woke up and said, "Oh, I see you, egg." A certain Triforce member was on the screen at the time. But in disbelief, I looked around for an egg or egg-shaped object in the room. I tried pointing at Pyrian's head and asking if that was the egg. But she ran, <laughs> but she ran off to find her mum. A minute later, she had dragged my wife into the room, pointed at Pyrian on the screen and said, I want egg. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right. So there That's you go. nice. That's nice. That is, that is quite... <laughs> <laughs> She's going to grow up to be a sassy one. She's going to be a subscriber um, in no time. With that, oh my god, I want egg. This is from Ben. This is this is something else. Okay, All right. Uh, hey guys, I live in Japan, but hate anime. That's in brackets. Okay? <laughs> of course, as an English right. teacher, I thought I would share an experience from one of my first days as a teacher in a primary school. I taught a class and was moving to, from one classroom to the next. I noticed that one of the students was following me. I thought nothing of it. It's quite common to get swarmed by the students as they're excited to see a foreigner in their school. I noticed, however. This kid had been waiting for me to move past his classroom at the end of each of my classes. He also followed me around at lunchtime. It was only until cleaning time, which is a period after lunch where the students and the teacher clean the school, I think that's great, that I found out his true intentions. As I was sweeping the wooden floor in one of the classrooms, I felt what I can only be described as a sudden penetrating force that hit my ass crack so hard I thought my pants had broken. I turned what? around to see this kid laughing as he just shoved his index and middle finger up my bum. I smashed my broom I had in my hand on the floor, Gandalf style, and shouted, No! The kid fell down on the ground and cried. The homeroom teacher stepped in and pulled me aside to say the kid meant no harm, and shoving his fingers up my ass was all part of a game in Japan that they play called Kancho. I now work in a high school, but for the first four years of being in Japan, I had to be on Kancho alert daily. What the hell? Cancho. This is Can anyone look that this up? This is true. Yeah, oh my I've seen God. this before. It's always accompanied by like a a sort of the specific sort of sound when you sort of see it. <laughs> what is it like <laughs> a wedgie? It's like the equivalent of like you're giving somebody a wedgie, but you it's just... very much like a wedgie. Yeah, but it's 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 almost like a wet wheelie or something, I guess. Except it's it's like you poke. You poke him in the ass. I don't think it's supposed to go. Yeah, like poke him up the ass. Yeah, like right yeah. up the butt. Like right up there. I think there. it's. 
Yeah, but like fully clothed, so it's kind so of you, like this. So if somebody does that to you, you get home and you you might have like just like a tiny bit of shit like on your underpants because they've gone into <laughs> your ass. <laughs> so well, he, here is uh, here is the wiki article on Cancho. Cancho is a prank performed by clasping the hands together in the shape of an imaginary gun. So imagine if you put yes. your palms together yeah. and then get those other fingers back. So you just got those. Yeah. Then yeah. you you poke an unsuspecting victim's anus while exclaiming. <laughs> Kanjo! <laughs> it is a common prank among children in East Asian countries such as Japan. In Korea, it's called Dong Chim. In right. China, it's properly called, I'm going to mispronounce this, Kian Yan Sha, which right. was derived from the jutsu technique in the manga and anime series Naruto, in which it is wow. known as Senen Goroshi, meaning 1,000 years of death. The word kancho is a slang. Thousand years of death. You say that as you poke someone in the eye. Thousand years of death. That's great. Jesus Christ. The word kancho is a slang adoption of the Japanese word for enema, kancho. In accordance with widespread practice, the word is generally written in katakana when used in its slang and in kanji when used for enemas in the medical sense. In English speaking countries, the term goosing generally refers to a comparatively mild grabbing of the buttocks with the tips of the fingers. In the imitation of a harmless bite on the butt from a goose, a cancho uh, takes it to a, another level. I'm going to say, holy shit! Yeah, what I don't next? think it's. It's not supposed <laughs> to be super violent. It's supposed to be like, like uh, it's. I think it's seen as like fairly. I guess it is like a wedgie, right? It's like yeah. a kind of. You could imagine it being like a bullying thing, but also being what like. A, what about a nuclear in, wedgie? Infiltrated though? society in a semi-harmless way. But can you weird. have? Can you have degrees of cancho? Like, uh, I could have you? No idea. Could you have a nuclear cancho? Like, you can a uh, um, a wedgie, so that you it's, basically like. Uh, I guess we're fisting somebody in the anus. As, it's as definitely not okay. <laughs> We should stop this. Cancho should be should be shut down. But you want to shut it down? I bet you there's going to be a fervent group of like hardcore Cancho lovers who yes. are obsessed with it. Though. Yeah, and it's a fetish, they want... and they're going to be like on the right, you know, the alt right Cancho fans. Like, <laughs> yeah. You can't stop me doing Cancho. You know, all these woke modern millennials coming in saying I can't figure someone's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I've been figuring people's buttholes for years. It's part of my culture. <laughs> Fuck it's you. Right. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of this weird stuff in Japan, though. You've been uh, sips. Yeah, I never had that done to me, to be, to no, be honest. But, though, but. but you've seen loads of weird shit. I have like seen that. some weird shit you know? in So Japan, that just yeah. fits in with all the other weird shit just yeah. fine. Uh, it is a I'm weird gonna, place. Yeah. yeah, it is. I'm going to skip this one from... Uh, Clark, because uh, he's just having a go at Sips, having a go at Wisconsin again. Oh, so go on! Gonna... I want to hear this. No, right, I don't come know on, you please. Don't. All right, did you read these ones? And then we all go quiet, and it's like stressful. No, no, it... I want. I'm, I want to. I want to take it in. I want to see. I, I, I kind of enjoy the Wisconsin defense uh, force. <laughs> it's nice. All right. I'm sending you boys season's greetings up from the Cheesehead State of Wisconsin. He said read it in a Midwest accent, but I don't really know what that sounds like. It's like, like a really. Fargo one, I think. Uh, oh, I'm sending you boys season's greetings from the Cheesehead State of Wisconsin. That's a bit more uh, Canadian, I think. Yeah. Which is a state, according to Sips, in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Apparently, <laughs> permanently stuck in the 70s. Which is rich, coming from a Canadian, and now lives in Jersey. Anyways, oh my God, why do you guys get so offended by this? Listen, like, uh, I'll take you can you can insult Canada and Jersey all day. Like, yeah, uh, you're not going to email them. Are you? No. Sure. Okay. Anyway, carry anyway, on. Th that's it. The, the rest of the email oh, just peters out. Yeah, oh, I, right. that's why right, I was going to well, skip it. Oh, okay. I'm glad we got that. I'm glad we got that off our chest. <laughs> he was he was just correcting our pronunciation of Manitowoc. Apparently, we we say it wrong. So I mean, man, man, man what is it? Manitowoc? Manitoba. Man Manitowoc. Oh, Manitowoc. Manitowoc. Well, how do you like pronounce that. it? Manitowoc. Manitowoc. Yeah. What? This is All from right. Rob. Uh, I thought I'd give some otherwise useless insight about working outdoors. I work in construction, and I can tell you. Working in the heat is far worse than working in the cold. On many work sites, there's no escaping the heat. At one of my previous jobs, bear in mind this lad's in Australia. I should yeah. just mention that. Yeah, yeah. At one of my previous jobs, sometimes you'd get sent to a site that is literally bare. No trees, no buildings, no shade. And if you're particularly unlucky, one giant foundation slab of concrete just reflecting all that heat back up at you. When it's cold, it's not so bad. You rug up. Oh, I like that phrase. Rug up. And as you get into it, it's quite refreshing once you begin to get warmed up. There's nothing nicer than a cool winter morning, even if there's a slight drizzle. The real killer, aside from the sun, however, is mud. Oh. If you paid attention to Australian weather, it's been crazy wet the last couple of years. I'm talking rain more weeks than not and extremely heavy downpours 
maybe once a month. Even through the hotter months and the warmth doesn't make it much better. However, if you're lucky, the site will have adequate drainage and other measures to deal with the mud. Aside from that, waiting for the rain to pass can be a little boring, but a couple of darts and browsing Reddit gets you through most of it. If you're lucky, the boss will just call it and let you go home early, or tell you you get this done and you can go home, which isn't so bad if you can smash out some tasks for half an hour in a downpour, then jump straight in a hot shower once you get home. The real kicker is if you work in a union, this, this lad doesn't. These lads get it real easy if it rains. Rain drops, work stops, as they say. I've heard a union rep will hold a cigarette paper out, and if more than three drops of rain land on it, they'll call everyone out. One bloke, a plumber, told me he worked a union site where a pipe had broken, was submerged in a foot of muddy water, and it was pouring down. The union rep, union rep told the site manager he'd let the plumber fix it, but he had to go home immediately afterwards and be paid double time. My guy got to go home at nine in the morning and earned two days pay for working a few hours. Holy anyway, shit. thanks for the many entertaining hours. You're welcome. Thank you, Rob. Man, I would- That uh, sounds like a good- Unions are great, aren't they? Yeah. yeah There's got to be a place in the world where working uh, outside on construction or whatever year round is like not too bad, right? Like there's got to be somewhere where the weather is just like mild enough for it to, to not be bad either way. But I guess there's always going to be a couple of weeks of, of rough weather no matter what, right? Like even over here, it's mild pretty much all year round. But in the summer, for a couple of weeks, it'll get like unbearably hot. But then in mm. the winter, sometimes it'll get not unbearably cold, but it'll, it'll get colder. But it's, it's only ever for like a couple of weeks and then it evens out again. But it's, it's all the rain over here. Fuck, I'd hate that. I'd hate working <laughs> outside in the rain. Like just yeah. get it. Just, you, it, you just feel so miserable when you're all wet and outside you know <laughs> well I, I guess i mean the guy's saying you know it's obviously you'd like it to just be a nice plain day but i mean geez when you see you know when it was really hot last summer or the summer yeah, before yeah can you imagine just having to do physical labor in that heat all fucking oh, i mean day? i can't imagine doing physical labor anytime it doesn't matter what's happening outside but yeah uh combined with heat no thanks like uh, it's just too much i i just I, I just burn immediately i like i'm not one of these people who has the right complexion for like you know some people go out in the sun and they they just like they tan and they look great mm. that, you just that's, go that's you not go me i just go red yeah mm. do you think that's a canadian thing what's your i mean what's your your family background is, is polish right no hungarian hungarian yeah. sorry so I, so i guess i don't know i didn't think they were people that burned in the sun no <laughs> you got anything else mixed in there <laughs> probably yeah i mean I know, I know it's like it's a very typical north american thing right like you're you're one eighth everything it's just like it's just a, a mixing pot fair enough um all right just just can we finish this uh with a counterpoint email right yes so is this, this somebody is... is this somebody agreeing with my opinion on wisconsin or no i haven't got there yet i will look through the rest of the mailbag okay. and see if anything <laughs> like that pops up uh, I'll do that for next time, okay? So okay, this thanks. is from um, Crabstack, is the name they've gone by. Crabstack is clearly an active Jehovah's Witness, so just right. to be fair, let's give, yeah. let's give their version of events. Sure. Right. Um, you have spoken a few times in recent episodes about Jehovah's Witnesses, and I thought I'd share what is what is actually happening. So bear in mind this is from their perspective. Sure. The pandemic may have slowed us for a short time, but it also allowed us to adapt our approach, opening more time for other avenues of preaching, such as writing letters or making phone calls. Right. However, we have now resumed door-to-door -door preaching. We aren't forced to do anything, nor are we paid, but our desire to preach is based off Jesus' commandment that this good news of the kingdom will be preached uh, in all the inhabited earth for a witness to all the nations. Okay. okay. This preaching is now being done all over the globe in well over 100 languages and is the largest preaching campaign in the world, all based off our understanding of the Bible's message. Um, contrary to what a lot of people think, our preaching is not about seeing a return in our efforts what results we can derive. We spread a message of hope for the future. See, like I said, they just have to get the message out there. That's it. Right. There's, they don't have to tick any boxes. And would they, they consider bonus. doing maybe some odd jobs while they're there or bringing cookies or maybe... Let us know, Crabstack. So um, in, in essence, Crabstack's take on, on Jehovah's Witnessing is completely different from the former Jehovah's Witnesses that emailed in. Uh, so I would say you will have well, to draw really. your own conclusion. I mean, I think always religion are... They're they're coming from a place of good, right? It's not like they're 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 somehow the, the work doing the devil's work. They they try to they believe that they're helping us by saving our souls or letting us know that this this thing that we don't know. I think that's the point: is that they've they've got this reading of something. It's almost like Pascal's wager, right? You know, Pascal's wager is a very classic idea that 
why not believe in God, right? Because the downside is eternal hell and damnation. Right. Whereas you might as well believe in him because all you have to do is put a quid in the church once a week and spend some time with some old folks. And, you know, it's not a lot of work really to 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 go and pray a little bit uh, just to of uh, just to avoid the risk sure of of eternal um hellfire and 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 so these i always when i look at religious people understand where that they're they're coming from it from a place of a they were brought up in that community that they're they're brainwashed in a sense but they're they're trapped right all of their family and friends and relatives and place where they live they have to be in that community and they can't not do it and the cost of it it's too high. It's not just eternal, the risk of eternal damnation and all the other negative things that the church tells you it'll be, but it's being alienated by your family and friends or spouse or, you know, whatever. Like, you kind of have, you kind of, you're kind of trapped. You might be it. shunned. And so I feel sorry for people who are trapped in it, um, who are rational and, but can't, but, uh, you know, screaming inside. But maybe it is. Um, also a nice thing to do gets you out there walking around, banging on people's doors, meeting some interesting people. Maybe it's, maybe it's a good life. And, and so, you know, if, if you're, if you're doing it, um, I love you regardless. I don't, I don't, I'm, not, I'm, I don't, I'm interested to uh, know as somebody who is, is active in that field though, what, uh, what would you say generally is your, is, is your reception of uh, people when you knock on their door? And, uh, and yeah, do and you ever get people it? who on the spot go, "This sounds great"? I they must. Be a they must get some. But I, I, I think that the majority of people are fairly dismissive. I could be wrong. Well, I just assume that they again, it's are. like fortune telling, isn't it? Yeah. Or, or any of this stuff. You're gonna. What you're doing is you're exploiting the ignorant and the, the vulnerable. You know, the people who you are, you trap into your religion and suck in, are people who are at their lowest point or, or or weak or unable to resist you're you're preying on on the 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 ignorant and the the, the and it, it, it and in a sense maybe you're saving them maybe maybe someone is is having a really bad mental health day and they they, they need you know something to do and you know i'm sure in some in some ways maybe what you're doing can be seen as as positive and in in ways that are doing anything, you know, maybe a car crash is positive for someone because, oh, you know, that really changed my life around after I had that car crash. I stopped drinking. I stopped doing all these things. Stop listening you know, to so, the Triforce podcast. Yeah, I'm just saying too much of a liability. <laughs> you can couch anything in positive and negative ways. It's true. But I think overall, my feeling is that rational thought is is surely a better a better better thing mm. but, but maybe maybe i'm wrong and uh, i'm willing to be wrong and you know you guys do you well, i'm a pretty rational person but i think everybody has their pitfalls i watch the apprentice every week so there you it's go true. don't let other people tell you what to do don't let me tell you what to do if you if you're happy doing what you're doing uh knocking on people's doors or you've got a life that you know you're content and you found contentment in I'm happy for you and i wouldn't i'm not trying to change your mind i'm not trying to i'm not trying to anti-convert you um, from religion, if your if religion is a big part of your life and it, it does, makes you it happy, it does sound like you're good. trying to anti-convert. If not, but... get rid of it. If if you don't like living in Florida, fucking move. Do you know what I mean? If <laughs> if you're sick of it, make if you need to make a change, start making a change. Yeah. you know, you got to look at the man in the mirror and you got to make Go that and have change. a look around. It's got to feel Why good. Why not Wisconsin? Come, come on, you know Wisconsin. We've Shimon. heard that Florida person who emailed in earlier. Check out Wisconsin. Apparently, it's lovely. Lots of folks written in they'll they'll take you best place he's ever lived six years running i think he said so yeah so probably pretty um, good maybe we should go (laughs) maybe maybe it'd be funny if after all this shit talking of wisconsin i went there enjoyed it (laughs) and then moved there and that uh, would be quite a turnaround lived out the rest of my life the rest of your life happy so yeah that's all i want as a happy wisconian is that what they're wisconsinite A Wisconsin, <laughs> a Wisconian, a Wisconsinian. I- yes. All right. Well, that's that. Thank you. That's a mailbag. We did it. We um, fucking did it. Holy crap. We love you, and um, we want you to be happy. Yeah. And so, also, can you. I say as well that my opinions on things that I don't know much about, I apologize if they offend you. I am sorry. Genuinely, I am sorry. We've never pitched this as a place of expertise. No. And the, to the guy that I didn't pay the gift aid to, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't know. I, it's I a tax know. issue. It's a tax issue. And to issue. everyone we've offended or irritated, it's not, it's not our 
it's not our modus operandi, really. We it don't want it. Man, I'm so sorry. We don't want it. We care. Well, we care. Fuck. Too, too All right, late. fine. Do you know what? Uh, from now on, though, I'm not. I'm going to be unapologetic. I'm not going to give a shit. I'm just, that's it. You've had my. You've had my warning and my disclaimer. Now I'm just going to say what I fucking want. All right. Nice. That, and, that, that's um, it. Do it. I'm free now. He's free. Right. Okay. He's free. Well, Fuck. it's a two way street, bozo. We're going to have to shut this podcast down. All right, bozos. Oh man. God damn. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone that emailed in. Uh, obviously, I didn't read all of them out. Sometimes I have to clip some bits off them because they it just sort of gets into talking about Shadow of fucking Israfel, and, and I'm not going to read that out every time. No, it's, but, um, but uh, I, I don't expect you to, not knowing what I, it I is. Try and, I try to read out the ones that are interesting. So we do get a lot of really genuinely nice emails saying you guys have helped a I lot can see that, why so people prefer you. the mailbag to the normal episode. It's, yeah. it's good. It's, 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 it's <laughs> good. I like the mailbag. That. We, we got to do the normal episode. Episodes, right? This is great. I laughed a lot in this, though. It's just good. You one. don't laugh it's a lot nice. in the normal ones. I, I laugh about. He much. hates the normal ones. He this is hates. new Lewis Sips. He, he tells it like it right, is. 20, he <laughs> doesn't give a fuck. Twenty twenty three strikes again. <laughs> All right, we're going. All right, love All you, right. everyone. Bye. See you next time. Bye. bye, bye. bye.